Yo, band play. Yeah. He's out. Old Members Podcast. Yeah, I'm all about my money, baby. I get money, baby. Yeah, my chopper hold a honey. My car go to honey, baby. I be chasing coins like Sonic, baby. I be running, baby. I be chasing after money, baby. I get money, baby. What it up, nephew? On that bullshit. Ready for this nice weather to kick in, you know. Let's get it. What up, podcasters? One half of the Gold Members Podcast, Boston self-proclaimed mayor, aka the HBK. I go by the name of Herb Reed. And it's your boy Tyson, other half of the Gold Members Podcast, man. Jody, if you know me, man, magic around the way. You already know what it is, Brody. Make sure y'all check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms, man. We rocking and rolling. We dropping new episodes every single Thursday, man. So go catch up on all the content, man. It's up there for free for y'all. Word, man. And make sure y'all definitely check us out on Instagram, at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. And make sure you tap into that Facebook group. Definitely, man. This is uh, season three. Season three, bro, already, man. That's quick. Episode 31. How about that? That quick. That quick. That quick, bro. That quick, man. But I'm excited, man. I'm happy to season three, man. You know, I already know we're going to keep it turned up. Everybody been tuned in, man. I, I support. I love the support we've been getting, man, from season one to season two. I hope y'all keep it in. Keep it up with us, man, especially when we enter. What? The, what, what we got coming, bro? The, uh, the website? Yup, yup, yup. The website come along. I hope y'all still around for that, man, and y'all enjoy what we got coming with that, man. Yeah, definitely, man. We're gonna keep pushing forward again. Shout out to all the supporters, everybody rocking out with us, man. Giving up, giving us that positive feedback, man. We appreciate it. Um, speaking of that, man, make sure y'all go check out last episode, episode thirty. It's the last episode of season number two. It was a goodie, very controversial. Of course, the whole world has been talking about what it. What do they call? It? They calling it the slap that was heard across the world, which is pathetic. Nobody heard it. That <laughs> shit was not that loud. But I can't front. I am tired about. I'm tired of it. Like they trying to cancel my nigga Will though. Like I, I, I don't want that to happen to Will. They trying yeah. to cancel him, man. Like I, I heard they trying to strip the Oscar, which we said they was trying to do. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like by Chris Rock being so quiet, it's making it more worse for Will. And 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 speaking of that, Chris Rock has had several shows in the city of Boston. Matter of fact, his first show was here in the city of Boston yeah, the at day. the Wilbur Theater, and. Um, People were saying, you know, he didn't he didn't speak about it and stuff like that. People was a little shocked. Yeah, they said that he didn't want to bring it up um, and that he was still processing it. I don't know how long it take to process a slap, but I feel yeah. him. Yeah, I, feel I mean, him. I mean, just, you know, I think because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's having mixed emotions. Like, should I have retaliated mm-hmm. or did I do the right thing or did I say something wrong? Like, I'm pretty sure he's like going through all of them because then he got to turn around and do his job the very next night. You know I, what I'm saying? The only thing I hate about it, like, it's the meme age. Like, that's just going to yeah, be yeah, around. Yeah, that's going to yeah, be a yeah. giphy. It's going to be on TikTok. Like, it's everywhere. Like, back in the day, you got a slap. 
it, it was like a myth. Like, damn, that was like right. You just heard shit. about yeah, like, it. Oh, that nigga got slapped, but he got slapped on that, like in front of millions of people. So I don't know. I seen him tap back in with his Brooklyn crew. I seen him out there with Mr. Ruggs. Yeah, and you see him, <laughs> uh, uh, his his brother, his brother Tony Rock on Demon Time was letting it be known. Like, listen. It is. My nigga, you got off with one. Yeah, you got off with one. It is what it is. I heard Jada was like she wished that he didn't slap him. I which hope is, that's not Which true. is crazy to yeah, me. I hope that's which true. is crazy to me because for him to be, for Will Smith to jump out there and quote unquote defend his wife's honor and, you know, put his career and his, his, his entire life on the line for that. And then for her to renege on him that way, like, I yeah, hope that, that's not true. That's I mean, I hope, yeah. I'm just going based off of what you said. I haven't seen anything or heard anything, but you know, I hope that's not the you case. Know, Twitter world's a crazy place, so I ain't even going to go based off of Twitter world. But if that's the case, that's that's wild. I, I doubt she would do that right now. I feel like they would try to hold everything until they do Cause, it Because right Will, Will's taking a lot of heat for this. Oh, no, he's taking I everything. mean, he, 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 he resigned and... Pulled his membership, you know, from the Oscars Academy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I think this is going to hurt his career somewhat. Going like, forward. Yeah, going forward. Like, for the simple fact that, you know, because if I'm if I'm a director, mm-hmm. I'm and, and, and it's been my lifelong goal for me to win an Oscar, for me to create a film and win an Oscar, I'm not putting Will Smith in my movie. Next, because yeah. I want, period. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting him in my movie because I want my movie to be considered for an Oscar. And if he's in it, then your movie can't be considered for an Oscar. That and if he was to be able to be in it and be considered for an Oscar, I still doubt people would vote just because of what happened. Yo, and plus some of the shit some of these people are saying like, yo, I'm traumatized <laughs> over the situation. But that's what I'm saying. They'll magnify something that happens so regularly in a black community. But when it happened like in front of them. Is totally different. You see, like the, even I think they paused his Netflix movie. They paused the um the Bad Boys Four film. Like they pausing a whole bunch of shit right now. Well, to me that makes sense. No, no, I'm not saying like again. I know, but like that makes sense. Again, mm-hmm. if I'm a filmmaker, I'm holding all that shit too. Yeah. Until this dies down, mm-hmm. you don't want. Like to put something out in the midst of, and it bombs. Yeah, because nobody wants to support it. Because nobody wants to support it, or it's just being overshadowed in the news by what's going on. Yeah. Like, so I think that that makes smart business sense. Like, I would be, I would be like, hold up, maybe we need to put this on pause, put Bad Boys Four on pause for the moment. Yeah, yeah at least sure. that's how I would be looking at it. And I think that this is like. Some of that direct backlash. And so, it like, but this is, I, I, I think it's worth talking about that because I think this is a clear, like, example of, you know, like, owning up to your, to your actions. Yeah. Like, nobody should be able to just do stuff like this and not face some type of consequences. Yeah, you may not go to jail, but there's always going to be some backlash. There's always going to be cause and effect like this is a direct result of cause and effect yeah you feel what i'm saying and so while while people are out there because there was there was a lot of people who was jumping to will's defense or picking a side and saying you know they feel like he was justified in doing it okay well is this not is this not a justifiable result of that or consequence right yeah, I mean, for the most part, for sure. I mean, he already knew this was coming, and um, 
What you think Will can do from here, though? Do you think he can do, like, independent films, like, for himself or something like that? I think that? he's going to have to. He's going to have to? He's going to have to get with Dame Dash? I think he's going to have to. I think he's going to have to get with Dame Dash or Tyler Perry yeah. or something like that. I, I feel like he's going to have to. If I see Will in a Tyler Perry John, bro. <laughs> I can see Will in a Tyler Perry joint. nah. I can see it. Nah, if I see Will in a Tyler Perry film, I'm I'm done. I'm done. But you know what? He'll probably get one of his biggest paydays from a Tyler Perry film because it's all, because all it's independent. Of, because it's independent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel what I'm can, saying? He might. He, he. I can see the benefits of it, but I just hate. I, I, I don't. I, I can't see it. I don't want to see him in a Tyler Perry. Job. I'd rather see him work with Dame. I can see him in one of those like "Why Did I Get Married" type films. <laughs> Why? Because he, I mean, he's already they wife. they fit the mold they 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 fit the part like with the tangle yeah the tango, yeah for sure the swinger edition swinger edition tough. I don't know man this is this is gonna be tough this is I, I I feel like this is gonna be tough on Will like it is you know he he's taking a lot of heat and 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 for real for real. You know, I, I can understand why, like, why this can be traumatizing for some people because I've been seeing a lot of interviews with, like, different comedians. And, like, comedians have already been feeling like they're in a space where you can't say anything. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you like your, your freedom of speech, especially in the realm of comedy, is, like, it, it's just so sensitive right now. And so now a lot of comedians are looking at it like, okay, well, you know, like, are people in general just gonna take this approach? Because I was I I saw um, a clip with Aerie Spears, mm-hmm. who's a well known comedian. He's he's real well known for his impressions. He does like the Jay Z and DMX and Snoop Dogg impressions. I know exactly who you talking about? Aerie Spears, and he was talking about this whole situation. He was like, "Yo, it is crazy." He's like, "Because I've been in shows. He's like where people try to rush the stage." And he's like, with with or, or or people be trying to meet me backstage so after the DC show based off of the jokes that I'm saying. Remember when DC Young Fly recently just had to knock money out on stage? I had to knock money out on stage. The money rushes stage. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen today though, where uh, to go off of what you was talking about with the comedians and how it's just such a sensitive thing with Ti. Ti uh, approached a young lady today who was doing a comedy thing, and she was talking about the sexual allegations against him and his wife. Mm. And he was in the crowd, <laughs> and he wanted to do comedy though. Right, he wanted to do comedy though. Mm. So it's like, come on, my nigga, like it's not off limits. And then Shorty like had to say it like, like I, I honestly I don't think that he, you know what I mean? Like he's. I feel like he's innocent. You know what I mean? I don't think he's guilty or right. whatever. But she had to, like, clarify that at the end. After he took the mic and stopped her show and was telling, like, ain't none of that true. Like, I'm, every time y'all speak about that, I'm going to publicly address it in that moment in front of you. Because it's not true and we haven't been convicted. That, that's not true. Mm. So don't put that type of narrative out there and play with my name and my family. Mm. You're talking about sexual allegations and all of that stuff. And those are cases that are being, was being held against us at a point in time. Mm. You know what I mean? So how do you feel about that one, though? I'm not. I, I, was, I was just thinking. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not necessarily mad at him for that because I get it. Like, I, I, I get it. And we've seen it. We've seen it time and time again. And he's someone that's been proven innocent. But 
you can still be viewed as guilty in the eyes of the public. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think it's like so sticky, especially like with the media and stuff like that, because the media will 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 prosecute you in the public eye. Yeah. And so even though you've been proven innocent in a court of law, you're still guilty in the public eye and, and, and you walk around with that stain on you. Like Bill Cosby, he has that stain on him. And like we said about Tory Lanez, he's going to have that Tory stain Lane, on him. Tory Lanez, he got that stain on him. Like, like once you get that stain, Cuban Gooding Jr. still somewhat got that stain on him. OJ. 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 OJ <laughs> stamped out this bitch. OJ is stamped, you hear me? He stamped out this bitch. He then, is signed and sealed. And then he you got the me? nerve to keep chiming in on shit. Right. <laughs> Like, like right. he ain't even trying to be low with his. Like, he's just chiming in on his, on shit. Like, yeah. Nah, but they do it. I mean, shit. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's 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 tough, man. And you know, it, I think just being a man, like walking that line, can be very tough. Like making like you know like in real time decisions, making real time decisions. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like. There's a, there's a, because like even, even what you're saying with T.I., like T.I., like from what you said, he's making it clear that I'm going to address it in that moment, regardless of, he feels like it's that serious, which I'm not going to argue that, but he feels like it's that serious to where it don't matter. Comedy show, church, uh, motherfucking restaurant. Anywhere, airport, anywhere, he's going to address it right then and there. You like, know what I'm saying? And so, like, like what I'm saying is, like, are you, he's, I feel like he's walking a thin line between, you know, making a smart decision and making a rash decision, making an impulsive decision. Because yeah. who's to say what kind of response he's going to get? Same thing with Chris Rock and Will Smith. Who's to say that Chris Rock didn't, swing back or it just so happens that he did it mm-hmm. but you know i'm not sure whether will smith will smith probably didn't care if they, like if this nigga swing back i don't give a fuck you yeah, know what now, i'm saying no i the way will turned his back on him it was like nigga you ain't gonna do that the right to me sign the district like nigga, right. i'm gonna slap you and turn my back because you not gonna do nothing right but that's not to say that everybody right. in that situation Ain't going to do something. Yeah, because I thought, like, if he had a microphone, he might have. He might have clocked him over the head with the mic. Like, one time, like, nigga, you crazy. For sure. Like, I would have. I would (laughs) have. I would have. I would have. I would have went right upside his cranium with the microphone. Yeah, and everybody would have justified why I slapped him. Right. I I don't know, man. They just was acting like it it was on that white floor in, in front of that white crowd, so they didn't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that. That it happened either. And I, I really don't even like the, again, like all the, all the like the backlash that's coming from it. Because I feel like Chris Rock is getting a bad rap from this too. And like, streets, like to me, yeah, like a lot of people is like saying like, is 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 justifying the slap and making it seem like Chris Rock deserved, like like he's so much of a bad person because he said something in 2016 about them. And now he's saying something again. Everybody's trying to paint Chris Rock out to be this bad person. And I don't think he's a bad person like that. So there was, to me, there was no winner in the situation. Like nobody won. Yeah, nobody won. And us as a black community lost, like I said the last time. Like I just feel like we lost out there. Like 
It was the first night we had all them black people in there being producers of the show, winning their first awards, and it was just overwashed and shadowed with this fucking. It wasn't. It was it a bitch slap. I don't know what that was. That I don't like, know. He slapped them. That like was a powder. comic book slap. Yeah, it like, was like Potter. Yeah. Like how Potter was slapping niggas on how high. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah exactly. That's exactly how it was. Yeah, yeah. But but I'm hearing that. I'm I'm hearing from a lot of men, and it's it's, it's usually like the married men. Who are like, you know, justifying the slap? Who's saying Chris Rock deserved that? Or that's what that's what happens when you disrespect the man's wife in front of him. Like that's what everybody's saying. Yeah, and then there's some niggas out there like, don't get your man blicked right. down out here. Right, like, don't get him blicked down out here just because I looked at you in the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you was together. Yeah. I don't, yo, it's 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 real sticky. Like like being a black man and being like someone's companion, being someone's husband, someone's boyfriend, someone's partner nowadays. You gotta like, understand society too. Like, you have you can't to just understand your partner. You gotta know what's going on outside. Like niggas don't care. Like you like remember how it used to be. Before you got with your other half, how everybody was and how everybody was doing it. Right. Because that's exactly how it still is, just not in your own world. Everybody's still on demon time out here. Niggas will look at your shorty. Niggas that try to holler. And I know y'all together. Like I said, y'all could be in a grocery store in two different aisles. Nigga might try to holler at your shorty. You come around the corner, yo, like, just keep it cool, homie. Money might be in here blicked up. But the but the bad the bad thing about it is that you could be so fucked up in your woman's eyes because of how you handle a situation, like, like that. in that moment, yeah, like in that moment, like you could be doing like what's best for you and her, keeping both of y'all. Sometimes doing nothing is what's actually protecting you. Yo, and you know what's you know you know another thing I noticed when you shorty know that you don't fuck around, like you one of them niggas, right? She's gonna tell money like yo like. Like, yo, chill, you know what I mean? I'm here with my man. Like, right. And she gonna tell you, too, before you even get to the situation. Right. Like, nah, he ain't know you. He ain't know I was with you. You know what I mean? Or right. whatever. Because she know how you are and how she don't even know this nigga. Right. But she just to de-escalate the situation, she might nip it in the butt ahead of time. That's the type of shorty you might have to have or you might have to Yeah, but those her. are rare, though. Those are, like, far and few in between. Like, like those are, like, the... The trillest of the trill most females who really understand, like, just like you said, like, what's happening in society, what could play out. They understand the cause and effect. I think you got to be with that person for a while, too, though. That plays a little bit of a part in it. Like, cause if you're just fucking with somebody and you think they this way, like, oh, you think that nigga's gangster? Like, and then y'all go outside and somebody slap her on the ass. He's looking like... That was alright. Like she was jiggling. Like there ain't nothing he ain't gonna do about it. Like you gotta be careful about you. You gotta know, like you said, we gotta know, nigga, your spouse. You gotta know, and I think you just gotta be with that person for a little, a little bit to know how they get down and how they gonna react in certain kinds of situations. Yeah, yeah, but 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 does that necessarily mean that they're going to accept it though? Does that necessarily mean that she's going to look at you the same because of how you deal with a situation? Because just like you're saying, if society is saying that a man is supposed to protect and provide in this way and do things in this way mm -hmm. and you don't execute in that way, what kind of influence is going to be upon her 
when she when she looks out into the public and she sees Will Smith get on stage and smack him in and in front of the world and like you say y'all are just in Target and it happens. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So like she may understand it but is she going to like it because I'm seeing a lot of women out there who's like like yeah, my man better get up on stage and put hands on who whoever got something to say about me. And if you don't, like I have female, like I I've had difference of opinion with women on Twitter, and they calling me lame. They're like, you're lame. <laughs> <laughs> they calling me lame. They're like, yo, you're lame. Like you are a lame nigga for thinking the way that you think. Damn, nigga. They called you a lame. I've had people call me a lame on Twitter. I can show you. I can show you the tweets. That, that's crazy. Shorty called me lame. She said, you're lame. Like, you're lame for that. Like, if a nigga disrespects your people in front of you. And I, and I even seen that. Someone put out a scenario where if it's you, your, if it's you, your wife, and your kids, and someone calls you a nigger or something like that, or calls your wife a nigger, what are you going to do? I mean, that that's like, that's low-hanging fruit. Nowadays, the word nigga is low. I mean, you, I'll feel offended, but it's more so low hanging fruit because, like, you know, that person really just trying to get a reaction. Like, to me, if a white person was to call me, my wife, and my kid a nigga, he's trying to take me to court at some point because he know I'm going to try to punch him in the face. He don't want no smoke for real. First of all, uh, and then even on see, but again, most people will look at that and say, well, how you not going to do nothing? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, in like a situation I'll do something like light, like throw my drink in a nigga face. I'm not gonna, like I'm not gonna do anything. You wanna know why? Because if I'm sitting there with my wife and kids, I put them in danger now. Oh yeah, that too. Like, yeah. nah, it ain't that too. Like, nah, that's first it. and foremost. Yeah. You feel me? Like, cause again, it ain't no telling what this man got. Ain't no telling who he's with. You feel me? Just to be randomly calling you a nigga. Or, or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Y'all could be fighting over a parking space. He could be dead wrong. But again, someone from social media or looking at that situation from the outside looking in is going to say, well, you wouldn't do anything. Not thinking, okay, well, what if you start a fight with this man and now all of a sudden guns get involved, mm-hmm. knives get involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just, a Marine just got killed. A, 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 a Marine veteran just got like stabbed that. to death by a bouncer at a club. You know what I'm saying? I remember that. Like, did he that. think that he was going to get, first of all, what is a bouncer doing with a knife stabbing somebody? But you're not able to foresee that when you get into it with a bouncer. Imagine he's with his girl. Now, okay, I'm at the club door. I'm with my girl. You're disrespecting my girl. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta put hands on you, and I ended up, and now I ended up stabbed to death. Yeah, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure any any woman or any person in that situation would say yes. I would expect my man or the person I'm on a date with uh-huh. to protect me if I'm being disrespected by a bouncer. Okay, so what does that protect look like? Because again, doing nothing, him him saying, you know what, we don't got to deal with this. Let's let's go to another bar, or having a, a nice conversation with the motherfucker, or whatever. I'm, yeah, regardless yeah, yeah. of whatever route about. he takes, mm-hmm. if he turns around and he does nothing, because I'm making the point 
that sometimes doing nothing is the form of protection. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not like not doing scary. nothing, that is protecting you. But most most people won't see that. If you ain't flying off the handle, going upside a nigga's head, you're not protecting. But the, yeah, that, that's some young minded shit to me. I mean, because we grown nigga, like, and we seen shit though, bro. We seen shit escalate from shit right, like that. Right, but I'm saying, but how is it young minded shit when we seen Will Smith, who was 40, 50 years old, do that very thing, and we have grown adults across all platforms. This shit has hit all platforms, mm-hmm. not just the young platforms. They've been talking about this married everywhere. couples everywhere, the radio, everywhere they've been talking about this shit. And it is grown adults, not young people, people 40, 50 years old, who are saying that is what protection looks like. That's uh, Yeah, I mean, it is a dangerous game, especially, like I said, man, just the environment you in. Like, the environment Will did that in is what saved Will to me. You know what I mean? Like you, like you talking about, like if you in Target or something, like let Will have been out in New Orleans and try to step to August out seeing in the third ward. Right. You know what I mean? Like at that point, Will's going to be like, no, nah, you're going to make that executive decision. Like, yo, let's right. get up out of here. You know what I mean? Now, I, I understand exactly what you mean when you're talking about that. Because I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, again, we're talking about like how society views things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I think this is how society is viewing men nowadays, particularly black men, because they wouldn't expect no white man to get up out of his seat oh, no. and get up on. So this is how they're viewing us. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. They they was waiting for that moment to like for a moment like that to happen, like for that shit to happen on the black night like that, as it was, is something they expected. Like something they would like they they like they didn't foresee it, but the fact that it happened, I don't feel like they were shocked. They wasn't surprised that it happened. Like, something happened. You know what I mean? Something bad happened. Yeah. Something went wrong. Because they put a producer in charge, so I feel like they felt something would go wrong. And it did. And it didn't have nothing to do with the producer. Well, maybe it did. Because somebody wrote the jokes. Right. So. But how is this whole thing playing out? Again, because just bringing the conversation back full circle on topic is how is this having an effect on society? This has definitely caused people to draw opinions and draw perspectives and beliefs mm-hmm. about what a relationship should be, what a black man should be. You think people are having these conversations in their homes right now? Absolutely. They're having the conversations on public platforms. I mean, they are, but I doubt they checking their man about it or checking their female about it. You don't think so? So, so I feel like they see. So, it. you don't think that since this whole thing has come about, that there aren't couples that are having disagreements oh, no. about this situation? No, I know I do. I, I do think that. I do think that. But I'm, I'm wondering, like, are they really just having the con- the dialogue? Like, is that actually taking place by with some of these people? Because you never know. Like, you might be just saying it on Twitter, hoping that your other half see it. See what? See what you're th- saying and thinking about this whole situation with Will and... Okay, but okay, well, regardless, how, however, however the conversation starts mm-hmm. or whatever, wherever, I don't care if, they're, if they live in the same household and they're DMing each other about the situation mm-hmm. because the stuff they see on social media, 
regardless, I feel like it's definitely drawing, you know, people to have that conversation about what protection is, about what a man's supposed to be, about how he's supposed to go about doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, these conversations are having. I'm seeing it's very, there's there's people saying Chris Rock was right. There's people saying that Will Smith was right. There's, right. there's people, like, it has definitely created that. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, again, this is, like, this social influence, you know, through these different platforms is shaping what women believe men should be and how they should protect their family, protect their wife. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if, whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship, there are women out there who are saying, I want my man to love me enough to smack somebody if they say something to me. Like, they're, they're putting it straight out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so this is, this is like that, that type of social influence that now we have to combat somehow. You know what's so funny, bro? Kind of like a segue into our next topic. Females that say they want a dude to do that. But then I asked for Sierra's prayer. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about Sierra's prayer. What is Sierra's prayer? For a nigga like Russell Wilson. Is that, is that what That's she prayed prayer. for? Yeah. He, he <laughs> sent from him. He sent from above. You know what I mean? And, and, and that was something. You think Russell Wilson would have went up there and slapped Chris Rock? No. You seen what you see. Look, yeah, look. You see what Shiggy did to him? Yeah. You remember when she pushed them out the way? Pushed them out. Come on, gang. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get this pick with your shorty right quick. You see that? He slapped Shiggy for that. That was some comedic shit. Right. You know what I mean? He ain't slapped, but he's just a nice guy. And I wanted to get into this, right? Because we like the we like we like the pivot podcast. We like mm -hmm. we just like all of the the, the the hosts that are on there on both of them shows. But yeah. I wanted to talk about Shannon Crowder and what he had to say about Russell Wilson. Um, I'm actually going to play the clip for you in a second, but he was he made a statement that Ciara wouldn't be with Russell Wilson if he didn't have money. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to play it for you. It's funny as shit because I'm like, yo, it was going crazy the other day. Russell ain't had that bread. Sierra ain't gonna be with him. <laughs> Russell Square. Yeah, Russell Square. Though. Russell Here's Square. Sierra, Sierra had a she she has a good situation, but she was you don't leave Future they, she and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I this, think though, that's what you're You don't leave though. Future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, bro, everybody peace. got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You gonna leave Future and get with Russell the Wilson? When you so damn square, and I love him on the field. He's a square. He's a Square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing and you knew she deserved to be with him. <laughs> goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with you, goofballs. No. <laughs> I fuck with Shannon Crowder. Right? I like Shannon Crowder. Because he's just a wild firecracker, man. He's going to say what he the fuck on his mind at all given times, right? But we were just sitting here talking about, you know, 
some strong men defending their wives and stuff like that. And we just talked about her leaving pretty much a street nigga who could defend her. She got a child with him, and she left him for Russell Wilson, who I doubt would jump would would kill a fucking fruit fly, slap a fruit fly out the air for her. Like, do you think that she would be with Russell Wilson if he did, if he had money? If he didn't have money? Yeah, I think she probably would. Think she would him up. Yeah, but again, see, Russell Wilson's not going to get up on that stage because he had a lot to lose. And another thing, I think he's an Oreo. Okay. And I think that plays a little bit of a part in it, too. Like, he ain't going to go up there and try to do nothing because he know both sides of the field. Okay. 100%. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I do feel as though Shannon Crowder might be a little bit right, though. I don't know. Like, she, she, would, she, she would deal with him. But I'm not sure she would be with him like the way, like it wouldn't be a prayer because he could do certain things for her that she probably couldn't do. Don't he got more? Who? Russell Wilson. Ain't he like a hundred million dollar quarterback or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, he probably got, yeah, I would I would assume he has more money in the future. You know what I mean? So I But know. I think she makes she may want that though. But again, I, I think that this ties back. downgrade, I don't think. Nah, I don't think so. But again, you gotta look at again going back to the social influence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's only because the public looks at Russell Wilson like he's a cornball. He's a fucking star quarterback. I was about to say. And so how the fuck could, and and I'm, I'm not defending him, but I'm just creating that perspective where how could a star quarterback who has had Super Bowl appearances, you know, be a cornball for a woman to marry? You know what I'm saying? But again... It goes, it goes back to that social influence. You know what I'm saying? Like, Russell Wilson wouldn't be looked at as, as a cornball if people didn't call him a cornball. For him, you know, marrying her, having a child with her, being a stepfather to her child, it's only because we call him a cornball because what he feels like he's doing is the right thing, obviously. And, and it is. It is. Like, especially if you love the person that you're with, that's the right thing. And... We just look at it as because the way Future portrayed him. Future put it out there and tried to degrade him and make him seem like this square cornball. Like, you know, and his music is, and it worked. It it's worked. stuck. It's a, yeah, it's a society thing. And another thing that I did see is my nigga Lil Wolf Plies, he had tweeted some shit out a little hour ago. He was like, what's crazy to me is I ain't never seen Russell Wilson hate on nobody. Bruh, make his money, take care of his family, and mind his business. It don't get no realer than that. And I'm like, he's telling the truth right there. Like, I mean, he don't comment back on nothing or nothing like that. You know what I mean? But like I'm saying, like, what you said with social what? Social influence? Mm-hmm. Social influence to make a female seem, or, or, or your other half, if you like men, whatever, it'll make them seem bipolar. Because one minute they want you to defend, slap, do this, that, and the third. Then the next minute they want a nice guy like Russell Wilson and... But again, I, I think I think you're kind of proving my point is what we what we perceive to be protection. Mm-hmm. Because even you said it, you said that she went from dating a street guy who we assume will protect, protect her. her. Mm-hmm. Future could be a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, he could. He could very much well be a bitch ass nigga in real life. And so, but again, the perception is that you know you gotta jump out the window. You gotta. Go upside a nigga's head. You got to do something like that in order to protect a woman. So I think we got to look at 
what do we consider protection? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because, again, if someone now, if Russell Wilson, if, if that was Russell Wilson and Sierra, Chris Rock made the joke about them, they're sitting in the crowd. If Russell Wilson sits there and he says nothing, and, she, and Sierra's sitting next to him upset, and he does nothing in that moment. I put this on the poll last week. Mm-hmm. I said if, if Will Smith did nothing in that moment, would that make him more of a man or less than a man? And more, more, more people said that that would make him more of a man. Because, honestly, the way I was raised was you don't tell a motherfucker what you're going to do to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wait, and then you go ahead and do what you're going to do behind closed doors or however you're going to handle it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if he if Russell Wilson would have sat there, would have people been looking at him like, oh, he's a bitch-ass nigga, he didn't protect. Not knowing what he might have said to Chris Rock after the show, he might have called him later on that night, the next day. Is that not still providing protection? No, it is. Because we spoke about, like you said, we spoke about this on the last one. We said that, like, we would have, even if Will would have just dog-checked him backstage and we heard about it, how much solidified that would have been then doing what he did on stage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, holding it in. Because, like, to us, we didn't think the joke was that bad for right. him to even go up there and smack him in the first place. You know what I mean? So, if he would have held it down and just, you know, I don't think, I don't think he would have been less of a man. Right. Because I, I think I I think it's important for us to being that we have our own platform and again talking about social influence and some of the ideas and the notions that's out there, you know, for the mass public that's that that's out there circulating within the mass public. I think it's on us to because this is our narrative. Because it ain't it ain't like we're talking about a separate group of people. Now, if we just let this ride, we're going to be held to that standard. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I think it's on us while we're here with these microphones, with this camera, to set that narrative straight. Because if, if, if we're going to say, okay, then yeah, 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 ladies, you're right. Yeah, married men out there, you're right. That is how we're supposed to handle situations. Then that's what they're going to hold us to. Again, you coming out of that restaurant, you walking out of that bar. You know what I mean? Read the room. Women, it ain't about you reading the room because we read the room a certain way. How is your woman reading the room? How is your woman analyzing situations when that guy is rude to her at the front door, when that bouncer is rude to her? You may handle the situation again because you're reading the room. You see the other six, five bouncers that's ready to jump on your ass if you act crazy with that man at the front door. She probably don't see that. So because you say, come on, ignore that, let's just go to our table, she's all of a sudden looking at you like you a bitch-ass nigga. She get on the phone with her homegirl later that night. Oh, let me tell you, we was at the bar and the fucking bouncer, and this nigga said nothing. He sit there and let the bouncer be rude to me and this, that. You know how this shit go. Mm-hmm. He, he, the, the bouncer cursed me out. He didn't say nothing. He just said, let's just go sit down. Not realizing he protected both of y'all from getting the ass whooping and tossed out of the fucking bar. For free. Because you think it's just that one guy at the door and I'm, I can see the other five bouncers. These niggas is six, five, 300 pounds. 
waiting for some shit to crack off. That ain't had any. They ain't had no business in weeks. Who yeah, ain't had like, nothing no. to do in weeks? Who's itching for a motherfucker? Mm-hmm. And so you end up saying something, defending your wife's honor, trying to protect her the way society believes you're supposed to protect. And now all of a sudden you end up stabbed to death by that very same bouncer. Or just jump to death. Or just jumped. Or just get your ass whipped, get slammed all over the place. Something. Dealing with that embarrassment. Now she gets pushed out of the way because she's coming to your defense. These motherfuckers are 6'5", 300 pounds. And they just moving her. They just moving her ass. She fall, hit the ground. Now it's a bigger situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, now, that, now you're looking for the bounces off of work. Now you're trying, right. <laughs> trying to get crazy. Or you end up dead. Yeah. Like this Marine. I yeah. heard it on the radio today. They're actually charging that bouncer with murder. Mm. He stabbed him to death. And then not only that, not only did he stab the man to death, they charged him. One of the charges was like refusing to call the police. So not only did he stab him, they never called the police to come help him. Damn, and so he crazy. bled out on the ground and died. And they tacked that charge onto him. Mm. So he's facing like four or five charges. Murder's only one of the charges that he's facing. And that's him doing his job. Boy, that ain't doing your job with a knife, but that is, I mean, shit. They can use weapons sometimes. I'm not sure if he's licensed or whatever the case may be, but. I'm not sure they can. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't be charged with murder. I'm about to say, you got to be like one of those real security Companies that are, right. you know, certified, trained, certified trained with the gun and the knife and the mace. You got to be trained with all that. I'm pretty sure they just hired him like, man, he'll come cover the door this weekend. And so, again, don't expect me to jump. I'm not fighting five fucking 300-pound bouncers for you. You shut the fuck up. We're going to be quiet. All right, homie, you got that. Come on, we've learned that. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no. But but a lot of like this has showed that a lot of people don't have that sense. Common sense ain't common. So a lot of people is, is looking might look at that like an L, like, all right, homie, yo, you got it. How many times have we been there? It was like, all right, homie, you got it. You got it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say like there's certain situations. I might have said it before where there's niggas that are setting that up, waiting for that to happen. Like, right. you could be out with your shorty, and it could be a group of niggas in the same space as you, in the same building as you, and they're going to test you and your shorty in certain ways to make you jump so they can do something to you. I've seen that happen multiple times. Like, oh, yeah, this nigga's bitch is bad. Yo, let's go fuck with him, get on his nerves. If he got a problem, we whip his ass. Right. You know what I mean? And a nigga get his ass whipped outside in the club, after the club. I done seen that at Boston Bowl. I done seen that everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, nah, I don't know. Like you said, everybody got to read the room. Right. Both. Like, when y'all both out, y'all got to have that communication and know what it is out here. Know what society is and what's going on. Because society ain't doing nothing but getting crazier, bro. Right. These young niggas don't give a fuck. But but and society's creating all these bad narratives that we got to live with. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like we're talking about they wouldn't expect that from no other race or ethnicity. They wouldn't expect an Ch- uh, Asian man, a white man, a Middle Eastern man. They wouldn't expect no other man to do some shit like that other than a black man. So we're supposed to crash out. That's basically what they're saying. Yeah, and we're going to crash out. Like, And they know it. Like. And most, most men are. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we have to change the narrative to say sometimes doing nothing is saving our fucking life. Sometimes being like, yo, my nigga, okay, you got that. What's the, what is it? Less is more? Less is more sometimes. <laughs> Less is more sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's, it's so, it doesn't make you a bitch-ass nigga to say, okay, yo, you got that. No, you no, got I, that. I, agree. I agree. Whatever insults you got, yeah, bitch-ass nigga, all that type of shit, yeah, you got that. You got that, home. You got that. You got it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we always bring it up. We always say it like, we not trying to put nobody else in harm's way at that. Like, because... You keep calling me a bitch-ass nigga. You enticing me to get all riled up and shit. Now you can't go home. Right. Now right. I, now that everybody got outside surrounded, you can't go home. Right, exactly. And now now I got my niggas. We all in trouble now. I got niggas potentially getting in trouble. Now I got to potentially pay niggas bonds and you know, all that crazy shit because a little small situation that I could have been like, you know what, cool, you got that. Yeah. And these these aren't like, Far-fetched situations. These aren't like one one in a million type situations. Like we're faced with these decisions every week, every weekend. How about to say every weekend? You step outside, we're, we're faced with these decisions. Yeah, you are. No matter where we go. Because you can literally go somewhere and like I said, you could be trying to meet a nice lady and she could be by herself at the time, but then a nigga come out of nowhere. And now that's a situation for you. Right. And then it's like, Damn, that nigga's one of them niggas that want to act like Will Smith. Right. Right. So do I act like Chris Rock or not? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I feel you, bro. It's it, it's just like, I don't like that shit. Like, I don't like that, like that, that narrative is being created. Because, again, we're the ones that's going to be held to that standard. Yeah, and the young men in the future. And the young men in the future. And I don't want to be held to that fucking standard. Like, if I need to, if, if I need to crash out, then I'll crash out. If I need to put my life on the line, then I'll put my life on the line. But if it's a situation that can be avoided, I'm going to avoid it. I'm about to say, that's my fucking phrase. If I can avoid it, I'm going to avoid it. I'm going to avoid it. And that's with anything. That's right, that's with anything. anything. That's with anything. anything. Like, like, if I could, like, get away from the situation or whatever, de-escalate the situation... That's always the best thing, but a lot of people's not going to view that as protection. No, and I just feel like that that's how kind of how we always been, bro. Like, we always had that mindset like, oh, I, there's a house party. Nah, that shit might, something might go down. You know what I mean? If we can avoid it, let's avoid it. Let's go. We don't got to go. Nigga, we take, catch, we'll have our own party. We have our, you know what I mean? And that's, that's us protecting ourselves, ourselves a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times we'll be like, nah, we ain't fucking with it. Nah, we not even going to go over there. We not even going to do that today. And that's protecting ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just because we know. You know what I mean? We right. We around. Right. And, and we know that you can't always control the outcomes of every situation. Whatsoever. You feel what I'm saying? And so, yeah, like, I wouldn't encourage anybody to fucking jump out the window and put hands on someone and make an impulsive decision because you may not be as lucky. You may not be able to turn around and walk away like Will Smith. I know a lot of mother... I know a lot of people who lost their life because of a situation that they probably could have avoided, but they was in it. And it went too far, and now that person's not, two people's not here. 
the person who lost his life and the person who committed the crime. Not everybody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a major loss, like for everybody. Nobody wins. Nobody wins whatsoever. And the families got to come together. And like you said, bro, I think you you brought up a program a long time ago. Those mothers in those two situations usually end up together trying to heal. It's exactly. Because now both of them got situations they got to deal with. You know what I mean? Both of them got losses. One of them got funeral arrangements. The other one got court arrangements. And they both got to be at both. And they both are going to be at both. They, they, they both got to take over the parenting roles of someone that was killed and someone that was incarcerated. So it's, it's a loss across the board. And I don't want to be fucking put in situations like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I've always felt like, like I've been responsible with my life. Like, like that's always been a thing. Partially for that. Because I don't want to like put my parents through anything or be a burden to them. My life, my death is now a burden. You know they have a whole victim's fund. Because I don't think people realize how much of a burden... A homicide is to a family. Yeah. It's some of the most abrupt changes that a family can go through to have, you know, the head of a household or someone in their family be murdered. The financial burden that's placed upon a family just for the funeral cost, they have a whole fund within our city for that. If you're if your family member or your child is a victim of homicide, they have a fund. That pays for the funeral costs because it's such a financial burden on the family. And then outside of the, most of these people have children. So then you got a grandparent that's taking over the parenting responsibilities of a young child. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that that grandmother who's probably retired, who's been out of work, now she has to provide for that child financially for the next 18 years, 15 years. 12, 10 years to that child is 18, 21 years old and out of their house. And now they can't even re- enjoy retirement, can't enjoy life like they planned. You know, they didn't sign up for that. I mean, neither did they sign up for their child to be murdered. But right at the same time, like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, it's a different and it's a sticky situation. But that's why I feel like it's worth having that. Because, again, this isn't something that's so far-fetched. Like, oh, that's... That's one in a million. That'll never happen. Like, what are you guys worried about? Like, that'll never happen. This is shit that we've been dodging this type of shit for I don't know Forever. how long. And we still got to dodge it. Like, even like that's, that's a serious consideration when we're making our weekend plans. Think about that. Like, everybody else, you know, every other race, every other gender, every other however you want to slice it, they all get to enjoy their weekend as free and as carefree as they want. You know what I just thought of, bro? I thought of a, a situation where a lady might be, like, you know, more successful. I mean, more into, like, letting you know what's going to happen in those situations and being more understanding. And, it, and I feel like it'll only be, like, our older sisters. Like, say if we went out with our older sisters and something popped off, our older sisters would be like, yo, chill. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. they, obviously with their little brother and stuff. Right. And they, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like those are one of the only times. And I'm trying to think about, you know, like how it made me feel. Right, right, right. 
You know what I mean? Like how it made me feel when I'm like my sister's like, yo, nah, chill. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, like, like you right though. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, read the, you right. Chill. Yeah. Like, we can still enjoy the night. You know what I mean? He might have said one or two things crazy, but you know I mean, right. like, we're going to go in there, we're going to have our drinks, and then right. look, we walk out, and that same dude who was acting crazy, he dapped me up, like, yo, bro, you know, I'm not bad on the way, you know what I mean? Some shit can be resolved instead right. of me going crazy in the beginning, we get kicked out now, I don't, you know what I mean? So, right. You know? Because we know we can get him whacked. We can get you whacked, my nigga. <laughs> like, for real, for real. Like, you'll be whacked, my nigga, by the end of the night. Like, you will not make it home. We know that. Our sisters know that. You know what I mean? So they like, yo, chill out. Chill out. You know what I mean? Like, let that shit go. Let it ride. We not tripping on that you shit. you can avoid it, avoid He's it. drunk. He don't even know who he's talking to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But shit, your girl might be looking at you. If if your girl's on that Jada Pinkett shit, she might be looking at you like, nigga, you ain't going to do nothing? Yeah, good thing I got... Big ones in the corner, man, because they be, they be like, nah, you chill. Listen, don't come <laughs> over with, to me with that shit, because I'm going to be looking, I'm going to look at you like, shut your motherfucking mouth. They be like, yo, chill. Number one, shut up. You know what I mean? You like, ain't got to say nothing. They just be like, go, yo, chill. We all right. Those are the good ones. Because shit is crazy. We're, we're seeing all the violence. I, if, if, I don't know if you want to transition into that. But we're seeing all the violence out here. No, nah, we literally was just into it just now when you was just now talking about the funds and stuff like that that happens and shit like that. Like, the the financial burden that these families, like, that's placed upon these families. Like, when a young man or a young woman, you know, lose their life to homicide in the city. Like, it's so different. And it's just been a nasty fucking week, bro. Um, as probably the whole city has known, man, two neighborhoods in our city... Um, going back and forth, uh, it, it's probably going to be the hot, one of them hot summers again. It was in the newspaper. Um, they was out here confiscating tombstones, bro, like knocking over tombstones and and all of this on social media for the social influence, for some social love, social influence, likes. You know what I mean? Like, and one neighborhood took the. Kick the tombstone over, which enticed another neighborhood to go and take a tombstone and bring it back to their neighborhood. Bro, I don't know if you what you heard of, but I just know we both went. We both been raised to know that you do not mess with the dead, bro. Yo, it's it's really some it's real demonic. demonic. It's, it's demonic. demonic out here. It's, it's demonic. It's demonic. The music is demonic. The social influence is demonic. It's, it, it's sickening. It's sickening, man. And I just feel bad for the families, man. Because, you know, I, I know one of the families and that mother was crying her eyes out, bro. Just seeing that shit. You feel me? Like, it, it, and it's like it happened a long time ago. If it were to keep coming back, it's like a fresh wound, a fresh cut that just keeps coming back. And all it's going to do is make the city hot. You ain't going to be able to have no fun. These cops are going to come. They're going to start doing a whole bunch of shit and, 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 and ending everybody's summer. We ain't going to have no festivities, no nothing. And then you already know them people coming. Oh, yeah. You know Alphabet them people boys. coming, bro. Alphabet boys. You know what I mean? Especially in a commonwealth of Massachusetts like that we're in right now. They don't play that shit, dog. You're not going to say this, do that, and show us, and we not coming. Like, that shit is scary to me, dog. Like, I don't even like the police. 
So for you to invite them to the, where we're at is scary to me, dog. Like, I don't like it at all. And that shit was just nasty to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's it's I, I don't know how they're thinking of this type of shit. I just feel like they're just, like, like who, whoever does the most outrageous shit, we're going to try to top it. And we're going to put it online for everybody to see. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something. And that's why, you know, like, I usually stand my ground. Like, I know motherfuckers be looking at me crazy when I be like, yo, I don't support certain shit. Like, I don't support certain music. I don't support certain neighborhoods, certain groups. I don't like niggas. I don't want to stand next to niggas. It, like, people be looking at me crazy. But, I mean, can you blame me? Can you? That is the most demonic shit that anybody could ever do. And, again... You could be standing next to a motherfucker. You don't know what that person is doing when they not around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. to be doing some shit like that, like, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's really tasteless too, man. And it's like, like you said, you don't know where that shit come from. That shit's coming from social influence, bro. I've seen motherfuckers do that in other cities. Yeah. Like, I've seen that in New Orleans. Like, I've seen a dude in New Orleans go ahead and stand on a stand on somebody's grave and take pictures and throw all of it on his mixtape cover. Like, for what, bro? Like, and then it was on the news. And then, I don't know, I just feel like the news makes this shit even more exciting for them. Like, oh, yeah. our neighborhoods is in the newspaper, you know what I mean? Or my name's in the newspaper. Do you remember the Impact Players back in the day? I remember the Impact you remember Players. That? that was a big thing. I the that, they had Impact Players in the Boston Herald. You seen your name in the Boston Herald as an Impact Player? You was one of them guys. Yeah. Whether you had a dime in your pocket or not, you was one of them guys if you seen that. It was another level of fame. You know what I mean? And I just feel like the media glorifies it a little bit more, too, by just putting it out there instead of doing their job on the low, silently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and you got a lot of people, like, who are, who are like, pushing that shit in a, in a real hypocr hypocritical way. Like, a lot of people who are out here with their own platforms, you know what I mean, who's supporting a lot of the young drill artists and all that type of shit, they pass it off as, oh, we're supporting the youth. Like, what is the youth supposed to do? You learn something fucking else. Like, I'm, I'm tired of people making it seem like fucking drill music and, you know, that type of shit and, and scamming is the fucking only way out. Like, yeah, like, well, that's what the kids are into. We have to support the youth. Like, no, you fucking idiots. That's not what we're supposed to fucking support. You know what I'm saying? Like even just thinking about when we was talking about when the when the New York mayor was 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 talking about banning drill music. Mm -hmm. The fucking narrative with everybody was, oh my God, they're fucking trying to take this away from us and they don't want us to have anything and they, you know, we're not supporting the youth. Nigga, fuck all of that. Nigga. Again, what a, what about the fucking mother who got to deal with that fucking pain and that trauma that they're literally going and digging up? They're going and digging up someone's fucking trauma and someone's pain to put it in music and to put it on fucking YouTube. And we're talking about we got to support the youth. We got to support drill music. That's what I'm saying. And they don't want to teach them nothing else. Like, obviously, they they, they hard, of, hard of learning, but they don't want to teach them nothing else. No, like, they're not fucking hard of learning. These little niggas just want to be out here doing demonic shit. 
We know plenty of educated motherfuckers who got a good education that was in Catholic private school and and wanted to be in the fucking streets. Yeah. It was plenty of niggas. I got family members who grew up spoiled, who grew up with, got everything. Every pair of fucking Jordans. They had all the jerseys. They had fucking Jabot jeans. Every fucking thing. Good fucking education. Mother pick them up every day to school. Drop them off. Put money in their pocket. The whole nine. And niggas want to be in the fucking streets. Like, and 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 you're given everything. That's why, I, like, I can't sit back and, and, and just go along with that. Because I see that motherfuckers is getting the opportunities put in front of them. Like, I'm, I'm this close to start calling motherfucking names. So that people don't think that I'm just fucking talking. Because it's a list of motherfuckers out here. Some of the toughest street niggas, gangbangers, killers come from good motherfucking homes. Yeah. And, 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 and we get into this whole thing. Oh, no, they can't learn. They can't do this. They can't function in the classroom. That's bullshit. Now, I, there's some of these, bullshit. these new ever young niggas. I can't lie. They are fucking dumb. They're, they're dumb because they want to be. Yeah, I mean, because they didn't learn. Like, they didn't try. Because I know motherfuckers who are autistic who learn. I know motherfuckers that are dyslexic that learn. Oh, yeah. All of that special education, got an IEP, all of that type of shit. I know all, all of that type of shit. So I'm not speaking, like, blindly about the situation. I know plenty of motherfuckers with learning disabilities who sit through a classroom who have made it through college, who have a college education. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I, I just feel like we got to stop using that shit as a scapegoat. Like, we have to. Like, and, and we don't realize how much we're really missing out on. Like, we think fucking being rap famous and rap hip-hop rich is something. Like, dude, I don't think motherfuckers realize that it's average working-class people who have more money than 99% of the fucking rappers. Mm-hmm. I don't think niggas know that the person who owns the studio got more money than every rapper coming in there. Yeah. Majority of the time because yeah. they're getting, <laughs> you're paying me. Yeah. There's motherfuckers in tech who fundraise, who raise more money than most rappers have. There were there were people who are I've never heard of a rapper do a fundraiser. They, that was something they should, probably should try. That's one of the fucking most simplest get money ways things to do in the world. Just like number there were, one, there are there are people who do three minute pitches in front of venture capitalists and walk away with more money than any rapper has. I'm happy you said that, nigga. I did that. I did a, a elevator pitch. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. But we only look at fucking whatever the rappers are doing. And the rappers are, are, are making the smallest fraction of the money in this world. And if, if, if we just look at the global economy, how much money is circulating amongst all the different industries in the world, hip-hop is, I guarantee you, it's the smallest. I guarantee you it's the smallest. It's entertainment. So think think about how much 
people are actually consuming entertainment. People are really only consuming entertainment for a few hours out of the day. Well, what's happening the rest of the day? It's business being made. You said you walked into Earl's just to have lunch, and it was nothing but business meetings happening. Nothing but at noon. At noon. So Earl's only get cracking socially for the later part of the day. Yeah. But the business part. But the business part. It's early. Is, is what's taking up the majority of the day. And where they the probably breakfast, making the most the lunch, of their money. Headed into dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's still business meetings happening at dinner. dinner. So there's still only a small percentage of people that's at the restaurant for social purposes. Yeah. There's still a good percentage of people that's having dinner in the evening at the restaurant for business purposes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's to close a business deal, to sell it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Nah, but I, I like I said, man, just being there and, and, and motherfuckers being inside of Earl's, bro, that early in the morning, I feel like our, our culture just needs to adapt. Like, it, it ain't being, it ain't like motherfuckers want it. Like, I'm not going to say it ain't being taught. Motherfuckers don't want it because you can learn anything nowadays by just literally typing it in on your phone. You don't got to go far to learn as much as we did when we was little. You probably had to go to the library, nigga, ask somebody who experienced it. You know what I mean? It, it's so much information is plentiful right now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, like, I just feel as though people ain't utilizing it to their strengths or just trying to utilize it in general to make themselves better. but right. Or their business better or whatever the case may be. You could do certain shit. Like, like the wave changes. Like, we, we, we were just talking about the drill music. That's just hot now. Right. That's just not going to be hot forever. Right. I mean, it's been hot for a cool 10 years, you know what I mean? But crunk music was hot too. Right. You know what I mean? With, with that bone crusher. You know yeah. what I mean? We had shit like yeah. that going on. You know what I mean? The Harlem Shake. Right. All of that. Type, like, the music's going to change. It's going to get back to that regular hip-hop that, you know, history repeats itself. But right. it's just like, reinvent the wheel, man. Like, right. do something different, man. Boston ain't never had their own sound. So I feel like if we did get our own sound and started doing our own thing, a lot of this dumb shit, this demonic shit, won't be happening. But 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 we, we also talked about that, too. It's it just, again, to just keep beating on that topic is... It's not the music that's revolutionizing the entertainment industry. It's the software that's revolutionizing the music industry, the music and entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Across all genres, across all categories, music, film, art, it's the platforms. Think about it. Yeah, the, the music changes, but how do we consume the music? That's what's revolutionizing the world. That's what's advancing the industry. Yeah, because that's what's moving it. That's what's keeping it moving forward. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 fact that we've gone from vinyl to tape to CDs to MP3s to now we're at digital streaming platforms. That's what's actually advancing, and that's where the money is. Yeah, because you see Kanye with his little stem player, right, for his personal shit. So he could get his money back by streaming still. Right. You know what I mean? This is my personal stem player where all my music could come through here. Buy this piece of software and listen to my shit here. Buy this for $12. Because I believe that was like the cost of it. It was like $12 to $20 or something. It was like two, three hundred. 
Was it? Yeah. I think I was. I thought I was seeing them on Some Amazon for like twenty dollars or something. Like probably that. now because he ain't put no music out on it. Yeah, he's supposed to put Donda Two on it. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Regardless, he's doing it. Yeah, he's doing it. You know what I mean? Direct to consumer. But he's he's also thinking about okay, it's it's not enough for me to just be the artist making the music. I need to control the way in which people consume the music, mm-hmm. the different devices, the different platforms, the different channels. We don't own those things. And we don't even think to even get it because we're so caught up trying to do what the rappers are doing. We're not thinking about all the jobs that come around that one artist or that one song or that one project. And it's funny, bro, because... Kanye wanted to meet with the fucking the owner, Tim Cook, whatever his name is from Apple. Yeah. He wanted to meet with him so that he could discuss a way to get his music out there, but the dude didn't want to meet with him. So that's what enticed him to make this stem player. You know what I mean? So it, it, it really put him, made him have his back against the wall to come up with something like, you know what? Fuck that. Let me cut through it. I'm tired of the middleman. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what everybody is right now. All these, these social platforms and stuff like that, they're middlemen right now. Like, they cut Trump out. Now he got his own shit coming in. He ain't going to have to listen to nobody and go to nobody no more. You're going to listen to what he got to say. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's just cutting to the chase, and I feel like we got to figure out our lane and try to figure out how we can do that also. Yeah. But but we got to, we have to, like, start stepping outside of the box. Start stepping outside of the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I think one thing that and we're, we we went from talking about violence to talking about some whole other shit, but I think this conversation is good because, again, we're talking about advancement. We're talking about moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think one of the things that prevents us from moving forward is that I think as as like young professionals, we have an idea of how we want our career to look, how we want our life to look, how success looks in our mind. Mm-hmm. And we see we see it as the end destination. We're not we don't necessarily look at the road that it takes to get there. And I think that a lot of times if we started focusing on the road and understanding that that road, they always say the road to success is not a straight one. And so what what, what does that mean? If you're if you're someone out there and you want to have a floral business, you want to be a florist and you want to deal with flowers. Well, okay, thinking about design and thinking about computer-aided design and thinking about um, industrial design and, uh, you know, laser cutting and all the different two software design. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they're building houses out of clay now. Right. Thinking about agriculture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you may just be that person who says, I just want to sell flowers. I want to sell the best and most beautiful bouquets of flowers, and that's all you're thinking. But you're not thinking about, okay, I can develop my skills this way. Again, and I can develop my skills in agriculture. I can develop my skills in industrial design. I can develop my skills in CAD design. And all of that plays into me becoming a better florist. Because yeah. now I'm versatile. I have skills. I can actually operate a laser cutter and cut out my own shapes and place my flowers on that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think we need to start 
thinking outside of the box, stepping outside of the box, stopping just wanting to be educated in hip hop and in fashion and start looking at the other tools and other skills that we can adopt and develop within ourselves that still gets us to that goal. And what you'll find is that when you do take that road, when you do detour to develop yourself personally and professionally, that a lot of times that's what will accelerate your business. That's what's going to get you to create that business a lot faster. Because again, you're just, you're going from nothing to trying to be in a florist. Meanwhile, the florist industry is advancing. So all your competition, they are skilled in industrial design. Mm -hmm. They are skilled in CAD design. You just said it. If you're in real estate, but you're still, you're not educated on the new technology and the new fabrication and the new formats that they're building homes with. You're going to get outpaced by your competition mm -hmm. because they're fabricating their homes and then putting the shit together like Legos at the location. Yeah. You, like, you feel they're what I'm saying? Drop, they're picking houses up and dropping them shits off. Dropping them shits off and assembling them shits. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes two years to build the biggest skyscrapers now. Yeah. So if 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 we're just getting in and making our first investment on a real estate property and it's taking us four to five years, it's taking double the time for us to build our one family than it is taking them to build a whole fucking skyscraper. Yeah. And so we're forever going to be outpaced. We're never going to be able to purchase enough land. We're never going to be able to build enough homes because while we're building our one family, they're building a 200-unit skyscraper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they have the necessary skill set to be able to fast-track and advance their projects much quicker than we do. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So we're always going to be at the tail end of shit. Yeah, because I hear it now. Like I hear it now. Like Some people have said they would want a three-family or something like that. Not knowing they go... Break that fucking three family down and build them a lo nice little eight eight apartment unit joint right there. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? But people ain't thinking that way. We just thinking about the quick money right now, three family, you know what I mean? And just keeping it pushing. But it's about, you know, just trying to, the, the, what is it? The personal development that you talked about. Like, you got to take it upon yourself if you want these things, though. You can't just necessarily th think somebody going to hand that shit to you. And that's what I think a lot of people out here doing. They think that's just, just going to come eventually because we're getting older. Nah, you're going to have to work for it. You got to learn for it. You got to develop that type of knowledge or shit and retain that knowledge because you just can't read some shit and think you remember it for a couple weeks. You right. got to know this shit forever. Right. You know what I mean? So it's about retaining shit right now, man. Right. And and and, and actually, you know, yeah, just, just really thinking about that personal and professional development, like understanding that, like, you know, it's it's not a straight path. It's not a straight shot. Like, no no destination, whatever your goal is, it's never going to be a straight shot. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so, like, I'm always trying to get people to understand that, like, how to kind of st stay within your lane but step outside of your box. Yeah. You feel me? Like, it's enough room for you to, like, your career is like a four-lane highway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Going one direction. Like, like you feel what I'm saying? Yep. Like, going forward. And you could stay in with, you know what I mean? Go from lane to lane, but stay within your field. Yeah. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, switch lanes, but, but stay within your industry. Stay within your profession. 
You know what I mean? Stay on that fast track to your goals. But I just feel like we get so caught up. We get so caught up in, like, if it ain't hip-hop, like, we don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if if we're not audio engineering for a, a rapper, then it doesn't count for anything. You know what I mean? If we're not doing graphic design or production or photography for a rapper, it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, we hit a ceiling. And I feel like that's only our people. Of course it's only like, us. Because the people that we be around, that, that, that do got businesses in those fields, they're definitely not black. Yeah, majority sure. of them are not black. Majority of them are not black. Yeah, the I majority of them aren't. Them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially that photography field, man. Like, I feel like anybody that's into it, they, the majority of them are not black. And it's hard, to, you know what I mean, to, to, to yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Again, especially the people that's advancing the technology. The technology. You know, definitely not black. Like, we're so underrepresented in that field, in that industry. It's yeah. not even funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nice. But but if we, if we understood the resources that was there. Now, if I told you that I'll put you into an accelerator program... And you're, you, by the end of that six-week or six-month program, you got $100,000 to fund your business. We'll think a little bit differently about shit. Yeah, we'll think 100% differently about shit. Niggas do that six weeks with their fucking eyes closed. And they'll learn everything. Right. Exactly. And they'll learn but, everything. But, but that's not a hypothetical situation. There are real accelerator programs that's and that's the lower end. Like if you're on a if you're an accelerator that's giving you twenty five, fifty thousand dollars, that's a small accelerator. The big accelerators give two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand. You know what I mean? For your business. And it's meant to do that. Like I I wanna know how many people actually know about accelerator programs. And it actually does that. Accelerates your startup. Brings your startup from point A. A lot of times they call it from pre-seed to seed, from the point where you even, you're thinking about raising money and you're trying to build your prototype to the point where you've raised millions of dollars to build out your company, to build out your product. Like, that's not a hypothetical situation. These are happening, like, right now. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I know, I know, I hear you. And, and so, to, so imagine that, to get a rapper to say, yo, fuck being a rapper, don't be a rapper. Let's come up with the newest fucking device to stream music. We got $100,000 to do it. Let's come up with the newest way to sign artists electronically. Right. You know what I mean? And, 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 and we got $100,000 in funding to do it. How many people would actually quit their rap career to take on a challenge like that? I would have to do a lot of convincing the motherfuckers, but they're going to have to do that shit. <laughs> for nigga. real. They're going to do that shit for me. For real. Shit, me? For real. We done with that rap shit. Yeah, yo, for real. Yo, and it's just crazy, man. It's, it's, it's crazy to see how this, how all of this shit is playing out in the streets, man. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's it's crazy. It's, it's reached an all-new level. Like, I told my uncle about the whole Tombstone situation, and he couldn't believe it. He was like, yo, this is this is... He's like, this is so far beyond me. I've never heard of no shit like this. And it's like, no OGs can't do nothing about it because they wasn't even on that type of time. Like, it's just nasty shit. Oh. You know, you know, you know what I don't like about the OGs? The OGs got this thing. It's like, oh well, you know, that's not how we used to do things. Like, it's, it's it was this video that went viral where 
It's an elderly woman walking into her home, and a nigga hops out the vehicle and oh, robs yeah. her. You seen that video? Mm-hmm. And he hops out, and you got all these former street niggas, all these so-called OGs in the comments talking about, oh, that's not how we do things. Things are so fucked up. Well, y'all didn't realize that when y'all was fucking shit up back in the day, that y'all didn't put no rules into play. So we, we're only going to get the worst out of these situations. That's what I'm saying. That's why certain politics, certain street politics are different in certain places. Like like in L.A., you'll have to get permission to whack somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out here, you could just do whatever the fuck you want. Right. You know what I mean? It's like there's certain politics in certain places, and people got a certain amount of respect for people in certain places. And I just think the respect is gone out here. And niggas don't even respect their moms no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, w- yeah. once that's gone out the window, I just feel like niggas is done. Yeah. Once you stop respecting your mother, you're done. You're done to me. I don't even respect. Yeah. I don't respect you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Whatever you got going on, you got it going on. And I think that's what's going on, nigga. You lose respect for your mother and your family, and they lose respect for you. Now you just feel like you out here on the lawn. You ain't got no respect. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just don't like nothing that's going on out here, man. But I just hope yeah, everybody yo. have a safe summer, man. You know what I mean? Be prepared, man. Just just be on your shit. Be on your P's and Q's at all times. If you can avoid it, avoid it. Yeah, yo, yo. And it, you're right. It's very distasteful shit. Like, I have a strong distaste for it. I have a strong distaste for it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if that's coming with age, maturity. Like, what? I don't know what it is. Like, what? Like, with the work, I don't know. Like, but I, I definitely have a strong distaste for, like, what's going on out and 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 again, maybe I wouldn't feel so strong about it if I wasn't a black man. But the fact that all of this again, like negative social influence, directly impacts people like me, black men. Like you can't expect me to not feel so strong about it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like when I could possibly be the next target, just walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Or and you know what's so sad, bro? Like, like I was in a certain part of town, right? I was downtown. I'll just say I was downtown in the North End, right, bro? And it just felt completely different for me. Yeah. I'm not looking around behind me. I'm not. Yeah. If a fucking, uh, what are they, burglars down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a burglar came and tried to get me. Yeah. I'd probably be like, yo, here, yo, bro, man, take, man, right, take right, this right. $20, man. Right. Get out of here. Right. Man. Like, I right. know he down, he's thirsty. Like, right. He, he down there trying to do something. He's trying to really do something. But these young niggas, like, I don't even like to go to the store in my old neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Like, for what? Yeah, you can't even pull over, run away, hop out. Go grab the mail or nothing. Like, it's just too much, man. And it's like, for what? Yeah. Niggas don't own neither one of these blocks. None of them. Nobody own nothing. Yeah. yeah. Niggas probably don't even live there. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's that. That's just just nasty to me, man. And it just makes it it makes it even harder for some of the people that live out that actually live there. Yeah, for sure. And I always express that, like, man, just being there, especially me living there, and all the shit was going on, and nobody was living there. Yeah. That shit was bothering me at an all time high because I'm the one who got to spin the block three or four times before right. I park. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I gotta go out here and I gotta ride crazy now. You know what I mean? Right. All because niggas who don't even live around the way. Right. It's sparking up the interest. Right. And then and then when they do create resources and programming, it's always like for them. It's always to try to 
help the people that's doing all the negative shit. There's no programming around what we was talking about as far as advancing us. There's no programming out there that advances us. There's only pro- there's only programming to deal with the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or 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 to 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 put a band-aid on the problem. You feel me? There's there, there ain't no fucking tech programs out there. There aren't no mentorship programs out there, no financial literacy programs out there, no bridging the gap programs, no father and son programs out there. I'm about to say, you don't see that type of shit. Or like if y'all gonna try to these niggas wanna do music, like put a music, like teach them how to use an instrument. Right. Okay. Teach them how to fucking dance. Right. You know what I mean? Like niggas wanna keep doing that. What's that new shit they be doing in New York? Yeah. That <laughs> shit yeah, when they yeah. get sturdy. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, niggas wanna do it. Like, yo, bro, I, yo, I seen these young niggas from New York, drillers, killers from New York getting sturdy as shit. <laughs> You know what I? You know all I thought about, bro, Ooh. was the Nutcracker when they when they be. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah, these yeah, niggas yeah. could be getting paid a hundred thousand dollars a year to be on a Nutcracker. You could be on somebody's tour. You could be on. You, what's that fucking? What's the place they be doing down there in? Um, what's that Madison Square Garden? What's that Times Square? You could be yeah. down at Times Square doing a Broadway show, getting paid a million dollars to get sturdy. But you want to get sturdy on your block. Look, I, I tell I tell rappers that and producers that all the time. My nigga, you out here trying to make these trap beats. Nigga, you need to be trying to make a Disney beat. A fuck, yeah, uh, yeah, or let Disney love your own sound and let them come find your sound and, and partner with them like that. Like yeah, that's, that's what you need to be doing. You need to be trying to make the next motherfucking nursery rhyme. Something for one of these commercials. Something for a jingle for one of these motherfucking commercials. You out here trying to make the next motherfucking club record. You ain't going to make no money off that motherfucking club record. Make something that's going to be in the fucking beginning of somebody's newest movie, nigga. In the beginning of that fucking Tyler Perry, Will Smith joint we talked about earlier. They were just talking about Pusha T. Just, he, he, he did the jingle for McDonald's. Now he just did the jingle for Arby's. This in McDonald's. This in McDonald's. You know what I mean? So it's like, come on, man. Come on. We we had someone from here, Latrell James. He made the Cheerios anthem. He made the, the mm-hmm. Cheerios anthem is made by a Boston artist. Who did the Oreo ones? I feel like somebody was from Boston was a part of the Oreo one too. Nah, it was the Cheerios one. Yeah, no, nah, I know it was Cheerios for I sure. I don't think there was no Oreos one. There was but a Cheerios one. It was the, he did the Cheerios one for sure. Yeah, I know that one was for sure. Like so, ooh. and I'm pretty sure he made more money off that one. Jingle than he's ever made off any of his music, and he went the right way. You know who's doing a lot of that? Vince Staples. Yeah, Vince Staples is he's gearing his music career towards shit like that. Like he's yeah. not even making songs for us. Yeah, he said I'm making songs for me in my music, my 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 commercials, my movies, nigga. I want to be I heard in all of those places. He's I, like, saw nigga, I'm not, I saw that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to do none of that shit. That yep. these niggas are doing out here. I'm not yep. trying to impress you. I'm yep. trying to do music that I like, me and my homies like, and I'm gearing everything towards Hollywood, pretty much. Right? Nigga. Like, yeah, I'm not no, I, to- I saw that when he said that. He was saying he he's he's been watching like the Avengers, and he's been watching all these popular movies, science fiction movies, and paying close attention to the soundtrack and to the types of music that they're incorporating into these into these films. And he said he, he goes back to the studio and makes music that tailors 
to that type of sound. And they're getting picked up by shows. And it's getting picked up by shows, by films, by commercials, mm-hmm. and all of that. And if, if you if you guys watch, dog, like, it, it was just this past weekend, it was just a, a NCAA tournament. Like, oh, yeah. During those games, yeah. they're playing hip-hop They're playing songs. hip-hop music. You feel me? Even at the All-Star game not too long ago, they was playing hip-hop the whole fucking weekend. Yep. You feel me? Like, gear your music to a something that these people can, you know, pay you for. You know what I mean? Make sure motherfuckers listening to your shit in the layup line for the right reasons, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not talking about dropping nobody. Yeah, yeah. And some of you niggas need to just quit rapping altogether and just yeah, get that a day too. job. That too. <laughs> Go into porn or something. Yeah, for real. Because I, I know I make more money on my job than most you niggas ever made from music. Yeah. Ever. I probably make more money in one year from my job than most niggas make from music in their whole career. And we, I, I for a fact know niggas ain't making money from music because we see the streaming numbers right. and how much you get paid for a stream. Right. And we know you're not getting 100% of your profit because you're not doing it that way. Yeah. You're not even hustling it that hard. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going about it that way that we know. Right. Shit, y'all also come get the business plan from us. Right. We selling it. Right. $10 a copy. For real. For real, for real, man. But yo, we could keep going in on y'all. This was supposed to be a short episode. Yeah, but we kept we had about ninety minutes, man. But yo, I I feel like it was good that we got that out because you know, like I said, we got to start controlling the narrative. Like, like we can't allow. Like we got to combat. You know, like all these false ideas that's out there. Like, yeah, because again, a lot of it is geared towards us. They're not putting this shit on anybody else. Like, this shit is being put on us. And I'll be damned if I go out there and be influenced by what the fuck is happening on social media or people is holding me to a standard from social media. Like, I'm not the one for that type of shit. Yeah, nah, and I, I, I really, you know me, man. Like, I catch on the social media. Like, I'll go on Twitter, post something right quick, and diss a fucking pair, and I'll, I, I'll miss out on everything, and I'll come back, and shit'll be haywire, man. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yo, make sure y'all check us out, man. This was a great episode. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting the Gold Members Podcast, man. Uh, We're putting on for y'all, man. So make sure y'all check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms, man. We dropping episodes every single Thursday. Make sure y'all definitely check us out on Instagram at Gold Members Podcast. Again, that's at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram. And make sure you join our Facebook group. For sure, man. This is season three, episode 31. I'm one half of the Gold Members Podcast, Herb Reed, Boston Self-Proclaimed Mayor. And it's your boy Tyson, man. Jody, if you know me, Magic, man, around the way, you already know what it is, man. Tap in with us. No more open mics, all the shows got the vibes. Shot the whole team up, the pros got the vibes. My brother went to Florida State, but he ain't go to college. We ain't had no GD. We ain't even had no cable. How the fuck we get on BT? We were selling grams out the zip, 15 a G. I'm a nigga from the hood, what they seen to me. Straight up out the trenches, where they found me. Home life, fuck niggas around me. I've been going up, so out the blue, they want them down. They don't wanna see me win, they rather see me in a county. Battle in the murder. They want to see me what I am Before they ever say they proud of me I'm ducking nobody, I don't want to see the detective Oh, I'm sorry, I became friends with the devil Chain game party, we drinking, but with the moonshine Light in my 
my shawty say I was coming in July. They be debating if they should love me and hate me. At least I ain't lie to you, said I'm expecting a baby. Heard told me you wait, everything falling in place. You ain't have to tell me that you hate me, seen it all in your face. How you bite my hands off? Like you ain't already ate. Playing handball, trying to smack this bitch out the gate. I'm on to you every day, but you move out of the way. They waiting for the blog to say I caught me in case. Nigga, every time I fall, I had you right in my plate. Got my back against the wall to see what's coming my way. They diss and say they gon' kill me. I ain't trippin', I pray. I ain't trippin', my shoes high in the club with a deuce fire. Bitch, nigga. Straight up out the trench, you ain't found me. Bitch, home life, fuck nigga around me. I been going up, so I look through, they want them down me. Don't wanna see me win, they rather see me in the county. Battle in the murder. Fighting on robbery. They wanna see me. Proud of me.